0: Hi there, and welcome back. This is going to be for the book of Ezra, and we're going to start with chapter 1. Ezra is a historical work that continues the narrative of Second Chronicles. This is apparent when one notices that the last two verses of Second Chronicles are repeated almost word for word in the first two and a half verses of Ezra. The books of Ezra and Nehemiah are the last two historical books of the Old Testament. Malachi is the only prophet known to have served in Israel between the time of Ezra and Nehemiah. And the beginning of the Old of the New Testament, Ezra and Nehemiah cover the period five hundred thirty eight BC to around four hundred BC. Ezra and Nehemiah used to be one book. Some scholars say that Ezra edited the first five books of Moses. The books of the Bible do not fall into chronological order. Their position is determined usually by whether they are historical or prophetic books. The books of Ezra and Nehemiah were originally part of a compilation that included first and second chronicles. Ezra and uh, chapter 1 verses 1 through 3 and second chronicles 36 22 to 23 are almost identical the books of Ezra and Nehemiah are actually the last two historical books in the Old Testament I think I said that the books of Ezra and Nehemiah tell the story of Israel's history from the first return to Jerusalem until the end of Nehemiah's second term as governor of Judah 538 BC to shortly before 400 bc. Esther's sojourn in Persia belongs to the time between the rebuilding of the temple at Jerusalem and Ezra's return. And that was out of the Institute Manual. Verse 1, Now, in the first year of Cyrus, king of Persia, that the word of the Lord by the mouth of Jeremiah might be fulfilled, the Lord stirred up the spirit of Cyrus, king of Persia, that he might that he made a proclamation throughout all his kingdom, and put it also in writing, saying, Now, just a little background of, the, of this, the um, The proclamation is actually known as the Edict of Liberation. There are two versions. Ezra 1, 2-4 is in Hebrew. The other, which is in Ezra 6, 3-5, written in Aramaic. Now, in Isaiah, he says, uh, in chapter 44, verse 28 and 45, that saith of Cyrus, He is my shepherd and shall perform all my pleasure, even saying to Jerusalem, Thou shalt be built, and to the temple thy foundation shall be laid. Verse 2, Thus saith King Cyrus, king of Persia, The Lord God of heaven hath given me all the kingdoms of the earth, and he hath charged me to build him an house at Jerusalem, which is in Judah. Who is there among you of all his people, his God? Be with him, and let him go up to Jerusalem, which is in Judah, and build the house of the Lord God of Israel. He is the God, which is in is in Jerusalem. And whosoever remaineth in any place where he sojourneth, let the men of his place help him with silver, and with gold, and with goods, and with beasts, beside the freewill offering for the house of God that is in Jerusalem. Then rose up the chief of the fathers of Judah, and Benjamin, and the priests, and the Levites, with all them whose spirit God had raised, to go up to rebuild or to build the house of the Lord which is in Jerusalem. And in all the, and all they that were about them strengthened their hands, or assisted them with vessels of silver and gold, with, go, with goods and with beasts and with precious things, beside all that was willingly offered. And Cyrus the king brought forth the vessels of the house of the Lord which Nebuchadnezzar had brought forth out of Jerusalem, and had put them in the house of his gods. Even those that did Cyrus king of Persia bring forth by the hand of Mithredath the treasure and numbered them unto Sheshbazar, the prince of Judah. Ezra 5.14 indicates that Cyrus made Sheshbazar the governor, but his name is not mentioned in the list of the returning Jews. Haggai 2 and 2 identifies Zerubbabel as the governor of Judah. Many scholars have therefore identified Sheshbazar and Zerubbabel as the same person. The book of First Esdras in the Apocrypha and other authorities say they are two people. The evidence seems to favor the idea of two separate persons. Both were of the royal line of Judah, and both were probably appointed by Cyrus. Zerubbabel has become the more famous in history because he outlived the older Sheshbazar. That was out of the Institute Manual. Verse 9, And this is the number of them, thirty chargers or basins of gold, a thousand chargers of silver, nine and twenty knives, thirty basins of gold, silver basins of a second sort, four hundred and ten, and other vessels a thousand. All the vessels of gold and silver were five thousand and four hundred. All these did Sheshbazar bring up with them of the captivity or exiles that were brought up from Babylon unto Jerusalem. Just a little thing out of the Bible Dictionary about Ezra. He's a famous priest and scribe who brought back part of the exiles from captivity. The object of his mission was to teach in Israel statutes and judgments. In 458 BC, he obtained from Artaxerxes an important edict allowing him to take to take to Jerusalem any Jewish exiles who cared to go along with offerings for the temple with which he was entrusted and given, and giving to the Jews various rights and privileges. He was also directed to appoint magistrates and judges. On arriving in Jerusalem, his first reform was to cause the Jews to separate from their foreign wives, and a list is given of those who had offended in this way. The later history of Ezra is found in the book of Nehemiah, which is a sequel to the book of Ezra. Along with Nehemiah, he took steps to instruct the people in the Mosaic law. Hitherto, the law had been to a great extent the exclusive possession of the priests. It was now brought within the reach of every Jew. The open reading of the book of the law was a new departure and marked the law as the center of Jewish national life. A good many traditions have gathered around the name of Ezra. He is said to have formed the the canon of Hebrew scripture, and to have established an important national council called the Great Synagogue, over which he presided. But for none of these traditions is there trustworthy evidence. The Jews of later days were inclined to attribute to the influence of Ezra every religious development between the days of Nehemiah and the Maccabees. The book of Ezra contains also an introductory section, chapters 1 through 6, Describing events that happened from 60 to 80 years before the arrival of Ezra in Jerusalem, that is, the decree of Cyrus in 537 B.C. and the return of Jews under Zerub, Zerub, um, sorry, the return of the Jews under Zerubbabel, the attempt to build the temple, and the hindrances due to the Samaritans, the preaching of Haggai and Zechariah, and the completion of the temple in 516 B.C. There is no record in the book of any events between this date and the mission of Ezra. Religious values in the book of Ezra are found in the teaching that, one, promises of the Lord through his prophets shall all be fulfilled. And two, discipline and patience are born of disappointment, as one expectation after another was frustrated. Three, there is eternal significance in everyday life. And four, preparation is needed for the rule of Messiah, the law being the schoolmaster to bring men to Christ. So anyway, that's about Ezra, and that's the end of the chapter, and we'll see you next time. Bye.